How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. So today we got two episodes for you. The other one will be coming out right after this. And, you know, if you guys are having a good start to your holiday, spend time with family and friends, stay safe out there, enjoy some gifts and good vibes and energy sending us, sending to you guys from the FSY crew. So uh, much love and appreciate you guys tuning in even on Christmas Eve. So appreciate that as always. And we're talking about Jason Dominguez. And Jason Dominguez has obviously went through um, interesting last couple months, Tommy John surgery, trying to work his way back and so far so good things look like they're trending in the right direction in fact Aaron Boone had a pretty great review of this we're going to talk about that what we think his role will be in 2024 and where we think he can make an impact in the future so um, Aaron Boone said I'm optimistic it'll be sooner rather than later that he'll be back he isn't throwing yet it's obviously something we're not going to rush and we're going to make sure he's in a good spot when he's ready but when he gets to spring training he's going to look a lot like a regular player and that's really really good news because that means he'll be available probably toward the earlier part of his timetable for return could be in June so you know Ryan what are your thoughts on Aaron Boone's comments regarding Jason Dominguez, his uh, progress through rehab already. And how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. I mean, look, as you mentioned with the news with Dominguez there, that's huge, right? Um, you know, I know that people are concerned about how he's going to look coming back from Tommy John surgery. And I agree, there is some concern. Hey, what is the power going to look like? I'm pretty sure Bryce Harper went like a month without hitting a home run pretty early into his return. But the thing that Jason Dominguez has going for him that I want people to realize is is the swing decisions. And I think this makes up his profile. This is what makes him, you know, not just a talented player or a player with a lot of upside, but a legitimate major league hitter. Um, and, and it's, his, again, it's the swing decisions, right? His uh, o, o swing rate, which is your chase rate, was below 25% uh, across AAA and the major leagues, which is where we have accurate stat cast data. I know this is a small sample size, but again, you know, still interesting that he did put up these type of numbers and he did put up these swing decisions. And it's like swing decisions are something that, you know, just randomly get worse or randomly change. Your ability to see the ball is your ability to see the ball. Um, you know, his zone swing rate, which is also important here, right? You don't want, just want a hitter who never swings. You want a hitter who doesn't swing at balls, but swings at strikes. That number was over 70% at both AAA and the major leagues. So, you know, Alex is talking about a hitter who knows the strike zone, has an advanced feel of the strike zone. And we're talking about a team that needs a leadoff hitter. And I think Jason Dominguez brings that for sure. He has the exact skill set you're looking for, for a guy who's going to set the table for your team. He has the power to, you know, provide enough to not just be some slap hitter, um, you know, he pulls the ball enough as well. Uh, you know, getting the ball in the air has been difficult for him, but, you know, kind of leading off would allow him to kind of alleviate some of those issues. Also, I mean, we're saying, you know, I'm saying he, he had issues lifting the ball, but we did not see any issues lifting the ball at the major league level. He had four home runs in eight games, and God knows how many of those he played on a torn UCL. So, I mean, look. Obviously, I still think that ground balls are going to be his profile. He has a very contact kind of oriented approach. Um, he is a guy who likes to go out and put the ball in play, uh, and that's part of his game. Uh, making swing, good swing decisions, again, that's something that's part of his game. Um, but, you know, I think you're seeing a hitter who could be, you know, a 20 to 25 home run hitter. Um, you know, I'm not thinking, I don't view him as like the 40 to 45 home run guy. I'm not trying to compare him to Soto here, but like Soto's a great hitter, but it's not because he leads the league in home runs, right? Like he, he has a career high of 35, but he's still a generational hitter. Um, you know, it's more so the hit tool and the on-base percentage that kind of anchor that profile uh, and that's the same thing with Dominguez here again not comparing him to Juan Soto just saying that that is another hitter who has similar uh, that type of um, you know is in that uh, kind of mold of elite type of hitters where he goes out and he does it through his OBP I think Dominguez would be a similar type of hitter and then of course the speed he stole 40 bases this past season was only caught eight times I mean Alex if you have that type of threat leading off uh, you know if he gets on base which he's shown the ability to work really good counts he's shown the ability to be patient he's shown the ability to be a smart hitter um, you know if he goes out there and he 
he works walks, let's say 10 to 12 percent of the time, and his OBP settles around you know 350, 360. You have that leading off. You have Judge hitting second or so or Soto hitting second. I I would probably hit Soto second, you know, just because I think Judge again he's a better home run hitter. Soto's a more disciplined hitter. However you want to do that though, you have Judge and or Soto back to back. Right. Uh, you know, that's I mean, for pitchers, that's impossible to deal with. And then, of course, Dominguez, he will go. He will steal. He will go ahead and swipe uh, second base and he will he'll do it aggressively. He'll do it time and time again. He's effective. He's efficient. He doesn't get caught often. Um, he's got excellent speed. Maybe he profiles more for a corner outfield spot. That's definitely where I see him going forward. Um, but, you know, we've been kind of alluding to here. It's kind of like these two are tied at the hip almost because of the fact that I think they're going to be major league players, impact players right around the same time. And that's Spencer Jones, who I think will be the Yankee center fielder eventually. Judge seems really inclined to play center. Center. Um, I know that people are like, it's a dumb idea. How's his body going to hold up? We'll see how his body holds up. But, you know, he's gotten injured playing right field. I mean, he crashed into the wall in, you know, in the outfield, not playing center, playing right. So, you know, it's not like this is a guy who's consistently gotten injured because he's played center field. In fact, the time he played center field the most, which was 2022, that was arguably his healthiest season. He didn't have any time, you know, oh, he's dealing with this. There's an ailment needs to be pulled from the game. None of that. He was completely healthy, full bill of health. So, you know, Alex, I think we're talking about a guy who projects as a top of the lineup guy in Dominguez and a guy who could be really exciting. I mean, he's 20 years old, right? 20 years old. Like that, he's going to be 21. He can't drink yet. He's a year older than me. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And look, the, the truth is Jason Dominguez, there's a reason the Yankees have held on to him for so long. We've heard many a rumor about teams looking to acquire Jason Dominguez, whether it was for Luis Castillo or anybody else. Um, you know, this is a guy that we've been holding on through for a reason. This is someone that uh, Brian Cashman has taken off the table for a reason. They think this guy could be a superstar. And listen, you don't see 20-year-old kids step into major league settings and hit home runs off a Hall of Fame level pitchers like Justin Verlander. It doesn't happen. You know, like you mentioned Juan Soto in the comparisons. That's something that Juan Soto would do. You know, walk into a situation where he's 20 years old, never played a game in MLB, or played one or two, and then launches a homer off a freaking Justin Verlander, okay? This is a different type of kid. Um you know, we talk about what may, what it takes to play in New York, what it takes to, to handle the criticism. That kid has it. You know, that kid's got the mental capacity, the fortitude, the confidence to, you know, f- just shun any hostility or aggression toward him. You know, we've seen players fail because of that hostility, fail because of that negative attention. This kid thrives off of it, man. You want to know something else? He stepped into Houston away and hit a home run. I think he had two home runs there. Like the guy is, you know, you don't see that. We've talked about how many times that Yankee players have failed to hit in clutch moments, failed to hit against rivals in their home, in their house. Dominguez did it at 20 years old as a kid. You know what I mean? Like that's that's an indication of what his potential is. That's why he's our number one prospect in our opinion. You know, at FSY, that's our number one guy. We love Spencer Jones. We just think Dominguez is um, – he's just a little bit better right now. Um, but you mentioned it, right? This is a player that could get on base at a 34 35% clip in the MLB. Um, now, he obviously, that dipped a bit. It started high of the first couple games in the MLB, but then it tapered off a little, um, ended up with, well, I think he had an on-base percentage of about 300, um, you know, over the eight games he played with four with four homers, hit 258, 677 slugging rate. Um, you know, this is a special player. He had a 162 WRC+. Plus. This is a really special guy who, you know, should not be taken for granted. I think that, you know, I'm curious to your thoughts, though, about his defensive, uh, you know, lineup. Like, where do you think he actually profiles defensively? If you think that he's going to end up playing in left field? I know Verdugo, obviously, is, like, uh, a one-year deal. Do you think that Jason Dominguez ends up slotting into left field in the future, or do you think he actually goes back to center? 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be a question that they have to ask, right? Like, hey, what exactly are you going to get from Jason Mingas defensively? I don't think he profiles extremely well for center field. He's kind of consistently been an okay at best defensive center fielder. More likely than not, he is a below average defensive center fielder. I hate to kind of put that out there because, well, you know, obviously I don't want to just dim the light. It's Christmas Eve. I don't want to be like, hey, Jason Mingas can't do this, can't do that. Uh, but defense is obviously a question here. Um, and, you know, looking a little bit at his arm strength, he did max out. He did have a throw at 98.9 miles an hour. Um, so, you know, considering he had a literal torn UCL, going to consider his arm strength solid, going to say that he can he can get it up there in terms of arm strength. Um, can he profile well for left field? Absolutely. You know, we don't need a guy who's going to go out and win gold gloves in left. We just need a guy who can play the position and not look like Franchi Cordero, Isaiah kind of for left out there, uh, which is a very low bar, but, you know, it is what it is. This is a guy who's going to hit his way into a major league lineup every single day, right? Like, you know, that's that's the reality of it. Um, you know, this also does put pressure on John Carlos Stanton because the DH spot is clogged up. He's got to perform, and if he doesn't perform, well, Jason Mingus is right there, right? Uh, Trent Grisham obviously can profile in, in center field if the Yankees choose to, you know, DH, uh, you know, Dominguez and go judge and Soto in the corners. Um, now, another big thing here is, again, as you mentioned with Alex Verdugo, you know, does Alex Verdugo, you know, is Alex Verdugo here beyond 2024? Probably not. Um, and while he's here, you know, if, if he doesn't play well, how long does he get to and kind of recoup his value. Let's say that Jason Mingus is back in June and Alex Verdugo's WRC plus is 98 in June. You know, it's not low enough where he's killing you, but it's not high enough to justify playing him over Dominguez every day, right? So it's like, what do you really do there? Uh, and also he's a plus defender there. So like there, you know, you can say, hey, he's about a league average player. You know, is Jason Dominguez going to outplay a league average player? Should you take that risk of pissing off Verdugo? I mean, who knows, right? Like I, I really, that is a question that Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman are going to have to answer. Um, and I'm glad I don't have to answer that question that I can just kind of sit here behind a podcast and, you know, throw takes out there and none of them have consequences on how good my team will be next year. Um, but, you know, end of the day, I, I do think that Jason Dominguez ends up in a corner outfield spot. Now, potentially there's a way for him to get better in the outfield. Maybe it's a matter of routes. Maybe the Yankees can develop that skill. Maybe he can just be average out there. Again, like if he's an average defender, I don't like I don't need Harrison Bader to defense if you're giving me a 120 WRC plus. But at the same time, right, like Soto would be playing left. So that's already a, 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 a black hole defensively there. He's not a good defensive outfielder there's a reason the Yankees need to put him in right field um and then Judge would be in right Judge is obviously a great defensive right fielder um but I don't know if that defensive alignment that defensive alignment necessarily works for you if the bats are good enough I guess they won't care uh you know honestly I'd rather just have a really sound defensive infield right like I'll take you know okay we have Volpe at short you know uh Glaber isn't a great defender but he's not like the worst defender in the world it's not like he's you know again Franchi Cortero in left field type bat. He's more like, yeah, he'll make some errors. Uh, you have Rizzo at first, gold glove caliber defender. DJ Mayhew slash Oswald Peraza are both plus defenders at third. So, you know, you feel pretty good about their defense. And behind the dish, you have, you know, Jose Trevino, platinum glove, like best defensive catcher in baseball. And Austin Wells looks to be like, he's okay, right? And I'll take he's okay over what else we have going on there. Uh, so end of the day, like as long as the bats are good enough, I think you can live with Dominguez in center. But I think preferably you find a way to put him in a corner outfield spot. Because again, you know, kind of referencing Spencer Jones here, you know, and again, I think that these two players kind of are more tied at the hip than people think because of the fact that Jones is such a good defensive center fielder. Um, and he could be a really good prospect. Like if Spencer Jones clicks, he's your, he's immediately playing center field. This is a guy who could go out and have like, you know, six or seven defensive runs saved, put up a 130 WRC plus and hit like 35 to 40 home runs. Like that's that's obviously a very optimistic outcome. That's like the, the best case scenario, but that's certainly within that realm of possibility, right? Um, you know, more ideally, it's thinking more like a plus defender, 110 WRC plus, something of that range. That's even, that's still better than what we've used to had, what we're used to having in center field. So 
it's a question of what Jones is. It's a question of what Judge does in center field. It's a question of what Verdugo and Grisham are. Dominguez's role is going to be determined by what the Yankees need, I think. It's not a matter as much of, you know, what he wants, not, or not what he wants, what the Yankees want him to do versus what the Yankees are going to need him to do. And we don't know what that looks like yet. We don't know who's going to struggle. We don't know who's going to get hurt. We, we, there are a lot of questions about this team still that we'll have to wait to answer midseason. And it's nice to say Dominguez is not a guy you need to put in left field. That's another big thing here, too. You don't necessarily have to say, Jason Dominguez, if you don't come back and play left field, we don't have a left fielder. That's huge, right? Like, that's massive. We have a fourth outfielder with or without Dominguez. We have Pereira with or without Dominguez. We have Jones with or without Dominguez, right? So when Dominguez comes back, he'll be plugged in if he's needed, and he'll be put in AAA if he's not. So that's kind of the situation they're in. But to long story short, put him in left field probably. But if it comes down to it, I'm not upset with him in center. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see how they kind of operate, obviously, um, with that arm coming off the Tommy John. We'll see how it goes. Um, there's a lot of, you know, questions still remaining, but he's progressing really nicely, and that's all we can hope for at this point in time. So, guys, always happy to hear your thoughts below in the comments section about Jason Dominguez, his growth, his potential, his future, what you think he ends up doing. Obviously, we're very high on him. We love him as a player, love him as a prospect. We're excited to see him. The kid's 20 years old. Keep that in mind, how young he is. That's special, special talent. We haven't even cracked the surface of. I think he's two years younger than Everson Pereira. And we and Everson Pereira is young at 22. So it's like, dude, just think about how crazy this really this guy could really be. Um, but always happy to hear your thoughts down below. Make sure to stay safe. Enjoy the holidays. We'll have another episode coming out right after this for you guys. So if you're looking for something to do a little bit bored, we got you covered here on Fireside Yankees. Appreciate the love as always. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.